Hi, I'm Annette Rue, and this is Ruminate on That. Hey, we are getting closer to Christmas. I get more excited every day. I hope that these mini episodes are adding a little something to your anticipation of Christmas as well. Today, I'm excited to invite my oldest daughter, Haley, to join us in a few minutes as we are talking about waiting. The anticipation of Christmas is one of my favorite things. In my house, I am the one who's holding out for the big surprise. No peeking, no opening early. To me, that just diminishes the whole experience. Yet, it's ironic that in some of the big things in life, I hate to wait. I trust God with the big stuff, yet his timing sometimes drives me a little crazy. Let's go back to God's Christmas story when we're talking about waiting. There once was this man in a desert who called people to wait for Jesus. His name was John the Baptist. He was strange. In Matthew 3, it says John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. The camel hair was mentioned because it was actually very different from any priestly robes or something that another really religious person would be known to wear. He resembled more the Jewish prophets, especially Elijah, in what he chose to wear. His diet was interesting to people because he was essentially just relying on whatever God provided in his environment. He didn't go fishing, he didn't farm, he didn't try to make bread. He lived a very simple life, his ultimate desire being to please God, and he spent his days calling people to come back to true faith and repentance in God. His faith was deep, and it led to a radically changed life. He warned people about living a life that contrasted God's will. He didn't just call out corrupt leaders like Herod, when he called him out for being unfaithful to his wife. He also warned the religious leaders about their hypocrisy and looking down on people who were in need. John also reminded people of an ancient prophecy and he told them that it was about to come true. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth and all humankind will receive God's salvation. That's from Luke chapter three. John was filled with anticipation. He knew that the long awaited promise was coming true and he lived every day of his life in a specific way because he was waiting for him. Hey everyone, it's Haley. Something happens to the human mind and heart when we have to wait. There are certainly those who seem to have extraordinary patience. John the Baptist went beyond patience. He lived with anticipation. This is a very intentional response to the waiting. I wish that I could say I respond to waiting in the same way, but like me, I think for most of us, waiting is very difficult. At our best, we know that getting everything we want or need instantly isn't realistic. We know all the sayings about good things come to those who wait, and we know our character is revealed in how we wait. And in the day of technology that we're living in, if we have to wait, we just pick up an electronic device to pass the time. So we're worse than ever at waiting. We know that waiting is a part of life, but most of us dread having to wait a long time for anything at all. 
Here in the Christmas story, we're reminded that God's chosen people had been promised a savior. Someone who was going to come in and save the day. They had dreams of being freed from an oppressive captor, of becoming their own nation, and being able to live and worship the way that they wanted to. John the Baptist was living ready for that day. And he was doing whatever he could to prepare the way. But it sounds like many of the Jewish people of that day had grown tired of waiting. The urgency had faded, and their passion and faith had faded with it. Anticipation is part of the cultural experience of Christmas in our country, but it was originally intended to help us remember that there is an even greater, more colossal event coming that we should also be waiting anxiously for. Remember, Advent is all about remembering that Jesus promises to come back again. Is it possible for us to have the same passion that we see in John the Baptist? Can we once again be sitting at the edge of our seats, ready to experience the incredible return of Jesus to this world? I'm not sure how all of that is going to unfold. The Bible has some pretty uh, big descriptions for that day. Just let that simmer in your heart again this Christmas. What kind of emotions bubble up when you think about Jesus coming back? The Bible tells us it will happen. I don't know when or exactly how, but something inside me longs for it. And I have to ask myself, how am I doing in the waiting? The anticipation for him to come again. Does my life reflect a heart of anticipation? Do I really believe that his promise is true? And if I really believe something deeply and fully, is, is it lived out that others can see it? Jesus really made a miraculous entrance into this world. It was an incredible story with such a simple beginning. And his coming changed everything. It has definitely changed everything in my life. Because he's the light that has come to bring hope and peace into this world. It shines as brightly now as it did then. The darkness didn't overcome it then. It never will. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you know our hearts. You see how we respond when we are in a season of waiting. Even when we know you are working and preparing something, it's difficult to wait with a steady faith. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you that you are steadfast, no matter how we waver. We want to trust your plan and your timing. When our legs get wobbly from the waiting, help us to kneel. When our resolve begins to weaken, help us to surrender to your plan. When our perspective gets cloudy, help us to remember your faithfulness. Your timing has always been perfect. We just often don't realize that until it's in the rearview mirror. Thank you for this beautiful story that began in Bethlehem and continues today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.